Hey, thanks for joining another episode of It's Her Voice. Today we'll be speaking to Eva Maley, an illustrator and entrepreneur based in the UK. She started selling her designs online while studying illustration full-time. And it wasn't long before her business went viral with her pieces selling out in their thousands. In this episode, we talk about challenging our perceptions of business leaders, how it isn't always about being the loudest in the room, the boldest, or even the most cutthroat. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's it's quite busy. Oh. <laughs> quite busy, but it's fine though. <laughs> it's been very intense, but... And my mum's taken over packing today, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, that's good. So is it is it just you and your mum that's working in, on the business? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And how is it like over, over Christmas time? Honestly, it was like, it was amazing. I can't complain because, you know, I'm so lucky, so grateful. But it was absolute hell on earth. Like, it was a solid month where I didn't take one day off and we were packing every single day morning till night and so many emails and there were so many like really bad delays with the post so a lot of people were getting like angry at raw mail and I was like oh this can't control everything <laughs> but yeah. it was fine <laughs> yeah I'm so desperate to hire honestly like it's definitely time but I, I keep putting it off but I need someone to just take over like half of it now because it's impossible. So when, when did you start illustrating? Was it something that you've always wanted to do? Yeah um, I mean it sounds really cliche but I really have been like drawing my whole life which I feel like everyone that draws says that um, but I did you know GCSE art, did all that good stuff and then when I got to like 16 I think that's when I discovered illustration because I always kind of all I knew was like fine art and then I was on Pinterest obviously and you find all these amazing illustrators and that's when it kind of opened my world up I started going to like illustration fairs and following those like amazing illustrators on Instagram and then I think from there I was like this is definitely something I really want to do but I wasn't really sure how to pursue it kind yeah. of um so I started drawing made an Instagram started posting on there but I never really thought the small business route was like an option for me it took me quite a few years to like delve into that side of it and um when did you how long was it since you started your Instagram with your illustrations I think I started in it was when I was doing my art foundation so I think I was 17 18 and then I started my shop when I was 19 um when I say shop I literally got like 20 tote bags made and sold them to my friends so it wasn't anything you know over the top um but yeah I started selling when I was 19 but for that first year I mean I didn't really sell that much at all it was fun though I, I loved every second like every sale I get I'd like fully cry um but I've been doing it for two years now that I've had a shop and um how is it like like now it must be so different because I mean is it is it different in terms of like you know everyone's inside um we're in a pandemic 
it things are a bit weird um um it like Definitely. i guess you've kind of had like experience of selling it pre-pandemic and now post-pandemic what what are the differences well post-pandemic a lot of people are online shopping <laughs> and there's also been like a huge amazing shift to like wanting to support small businesses which has been so incredible to see and I feel like I've definitely been really involved in that and seen like the benefits of that myself um but for me like the pandemic was a time where I could fully focus on it because when I was doing it before I was either in college and I started uni and I feel like I always had distractions around me And then during like last summer, well, like last spring when we were still in lockdown, but I'd finished first year of uni and I had so much time on my hands. And that's when I was like on TikTok every day, which I feel like everyone was. Um, And I decided to make my TikTok account. And then when I started posting on there, that's when I, I mean, it completely changed. I went from like, I think my last sale that I had um, before I made my TikTok I did like a 20% off sale and I made 10 sales and I was like, this is absolutely incredible. I was so excited by these 10 sales. And then I'm finishing the year, I think with like 5,000 sales in the space of like five months or something, which is crazy. Like before that, I think my, the first year and a half of my business, I probably made about 200 sales. And now, yeah, it's in the thousands, which is absolutely insane, but it is literally all down to TikTok which I really didn't expect. How did you deal with it then? How did you deal with that massive influx of orders? (laughs) Really, like, not well at the start, which I think it's, like, really important to talk about because I get so many messages every day of people being like, oh, my God, you got my dream job. and like it's amazing and it is obviously I'm so happy and so grateful but when it was zero zero to 100 fully and when I started picking up sales really really quickly it was so overwhelming and (laughs) impossible and it was like sleepless nights and having to pack orders and because I so wasn't used to it at all I was used to packing like one order a week and then suddenly I'm doing like a hundred a day with my mum and we were just like this is too overwhelming but there was like I said like a three-month adjustment period where I found it very very intense and like I was having panic attacks and I was like I can't deal with this but then you just get used to it and now it's like absolutely fine like the amount of orders it's it works for us we have a system that works so it's all good now but the period where it picked up was really scary and intense oh god well it's good you're getting used to it I guess and in a way it's almost like you've been thrown in the deep end but you've come out stronger yeah I like to think of it that way I mean I'm so like I'm kind of glad it happened that way because I had to learn everything really quickly and like change things about my business really quickly and I'm kind of glad that I just had that chance during a pandemic where I had nothing else to do where I could just like throw everything in and be like right let's work on this every single day and fine-tune everything because I definitely need to like upgrade my packaging and my branding and work on my social medias which I never got the chance to do before so yeah I think it worked out well yeah and and you're still studying, right? 
Yeah, second year at uni. And how is that going? Is it is it all online right now, right? All the lessons? Yeah, yeah it's all online. Um, it's okay. I think every uni student at the moment is kind of just not enjoying it most um especially being like a creative student because we can't use the studios and we can't use the facilities and like we don't have any materials so it's definitely tricky and like being at home it's hard to get inspired I feel like like I commute to uni usually so you get like the journey to like think about what you want to do and you get to interact with loads of other students but now it's just you're in your room every day (laughs) trying to come Mm. up with something to draw um it's okay but yeah it is quite tricky but then it works for me because that means I'm at home and I can also do my business at the same time so yeah I was just, I was just gonna ask how do you um like balance both things um kind well I try and balance it but it's pretty much impossible um I definitely prioritize my business a hundred percent which yeah. maybe isn't the best idea but <laughs> I'm kind of I went to uni wanting to become like a working illustrator and now that I am one I want to focus on my career more and I'm not gonna like let opportunities slide so I do prioritize my shop and my illustration career more um but I am trying to balance it now that I get help from my parents they can kind of take over like half a day of work for me and then I could do half uni which is good and then I'm trying to plan all of my like new product drops during term like um half terms or summer stuff like that to try and balance it but I'm ready to graduate I feel like I have like a year and a half yet left I just I want to get out there and how how does like a typical day uh look like for you um you must I'm guessing you must wake up like super early to get everything sorted (laughs) yeah I feel like I've become such a morning person now which I never really thought that would happen to me because last year it was like I'd wake up at like 1 p.m um but I wake up really early now um I have to do emails straight away lots of emails to get through and then I usually just get on with packing I like to try and get most of it done in the mornings or try and get like kind of up to date um and my mum usually helps me with that if she's not working And then in the afternoons, I try and dedicate quite a lot of time to my social medias, which I never really did up until like a few months ago. But I try and get some content for like TikTok or, you know, post an Instagram, do like a QA and a or something. Um, And then uni work usually comes in the afternoon and the evenings. And then I sleep. (laughs) And um, how do you how do you become a morning person? Like it's so hard. Like you know, especially if you're so used to, you know, being productive at nighttime, which I feel like a lot of people are. Sheer force. Like I would just set my alarm so early, and then I would just get so anxious about the amount of work that I had to do. I'm like, if you sleep in one more minute, you're gonna be behind. So I just force myself to get up. And like, I try and have quite a slow morning. So like, I'll be, you know, kind to myself and be calm. Just like have a shower, answer your emails like in bed or something with like a candle off <laughs> and just try and take it slow. Um, I feel, You do get used to it though. I feel like, do like a week of early mornings and suddenly it just becomes natural. So like, I, I love waking up early now because I feel like I get a lot done, but there was definitely a long adjustment period. Yeah, I think it, t- doesn't it take like a week to make a habit or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
And um, you mentioned on your blog that um, there was, um, in a way, like you had to deal with a lot of anxiety growing up. And in mm-hmm. in a way, you it kind of helped your career. Um, how was it like? How was it like dealing with it all? Yeah, it's interesting question. It's a really weird one. I feel like anxiety in my life has been such a big thing because I mean I was diagnosed when I was 17 um but I definitely had it for like my whole life I was such an anxious child and um yeah it was just like a really big thing growing up but I have found it brings me positives in a way I don't know with my career like when everything started picking up with sales I was just anxious every day (laughs) but then when I could see there was like a light at the end of the tunnel that I am getting my dream career and I'm earning money through illustration which means that I can like move out and get a flat and all this stuff I started getting like I don't know it gave me like this passion to like carry on and I also get anxiety about really weird things and I get really anxious about having like a boring life and like I don't know coming from I'm I live in like a really small like right-wing town and it's definitely not where I want to live for the rest of my life so I do get anxious about like staying here forever and like working in an office because that's what I used to do and I think anxiety kind of makes it like spurs me on to be like you can do better like just keep pushing and it's fine but I'm a lot better now like last year was definitely a strange time but I don't know sometimes in your like most anxious or like dark states really good things happen which I've learned so much from like a couple years ago I went through a breakup where I was just anxious every single day like having panic attacks and because of that I bought my iPad because <laughs> I was like I need a distraction yeah. and then through that I started drawing digitally which meant that I did the illustration that went on my first tote bags and everything just kind of leads into one so in a way it has kind of helped my career quite a lot which is nice because in the past I was like oh, I've got anxiety it's ruined everything for me because it makes me like introverted or like not want to go out and stuff but now I'm like well anxiety has led me to the place I am today so it's not too bad <laughs> yeah that's that's it's really interesting when you talk about it that way because for you know some people anxiety uh, it works differently for like so many different people for some people it's like mm. I have anxiety I have almost like a block like I can't I can't do anything but for other people like yourself it kind of like pushes you and spurs you on um it's definitely such a weird one like when I'm really anxious I can't get out of bed but I can still draw which is handy because that's my career um but yeah it definitely works in like really strange I always thought to be like good at business you have to be super like extroverted and confident and loud we had to like talk to loads of people in the room and I'm like well (laughs) I'm like shy anxious and I'm doing business so anyone could do it yeah and it's it's good to see that as well you know because like Mm. normally when you see business owners it's usually like a very certain type and you're almost taught you're almost taught like if you want to be there you have to be like this so it's good to see like examples that aren't like that even growing up like the only business thing that I watched was The Apprentice love it (laughs) but like everyone's so over the top and loud and I'm like oh this is really fun but 
I would never venture into that side because I'm just not that person but then there's places for it when when you do have like bouts of anxiety and stuff Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that have helped you deal with it um well initially it was like as simple as medication because I wasn't diagnosed for like such a long time and once I went to the doctors I got medication for it and that did help for like short term I think if you're having a panic attack it's good to have a pill to like help you calm down um but if I have like particularly long periods of it where I don't want to be taking medication every day um I find what really helps which at the time I never want to do because if I'm anxious like I said I just want to stay in bed and like I don't want to leave the house at all but I always find like seeing my friends helps so much because you can really get into like your own head and if you're just left by yourself like overthinking and panicking but when I'm with my friends like we're just laughing and it just distracts you from like what's going on so I would say just like stay off social media as well I find that's always really intense but just leaving the house I think is such a big step and when you're really anxious it can be really really difficult to leave the house but even just like going on a walk and like seeing one friend and then just talking about like stuff that doesn't involve anxiety always helps me so much but just trying to take one step at a time I always find like if I just force myself to do something I usually feel better it's when I'm like by myself I'm like oh overthinking too much the stuff I've had panic attacks about like sometimes they're so stupid and like so tiny and all it takes is just one person to be like just look at what you're panicking about and like talking through it and I'm like oh yeah 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 I'm fine um has anyone so your designs are all over social media and they're they're growing day by day in terms of like the, the people that follow you on TikTok and Instagram um have you has anyone ever uh, copied or ripped off your designs is it easy to do honestly <laughs> yeah it actually happened yesterday I had like this oh, whole thing yesterday it's happened quite a lot um in the past like six months because I think it has been TikTok um like my following grew so much on TikTok and it does have quite a I think TikTok's a younger audience or like tends to be like teenagers that might not know about copyright or intellectual property which I get but at the same time it is extremely frustrating when it happens um I usually like I get sent accounts like every week from my followers which is really I really appreciate because people are looking out for me um but I usually just leave it or block someone if they are just like kind of taking a lot of inspiration because I I don't really I'm really not confrontational at all so I don't like messaging people but if I just block them then they can't see my work anymore and then I think hopefully they'll just kind of get the message but if someone like full-on traces my design because this is what I had yesterday um I had an account sent to me this girl was selling prints that were tracings of mine um Mm -hmm which was just ridiculous and it's so frustrating because someone's like making money off of like the hours of work that I've put in and they were setting it for a fiver as well and I was like it's worth more than that <laughs> but um I just messaged her and I was like hey you know I'm really sorry to do this but it's actually illegal to trace someone's design and sell it so I'd really appreciate it if you could take it down um and she was really apologetic and then it was really awkward because she turned up to be one of my customers <laughs> and I was like this is so uncomfortable like every single time it happens they're usually like followers and supporters of mine and I'm like 
I, I don't want to say it, but please, can you stop doing it? Because, you know, I work really hard on my drawings and it's hard to see it being sold by someone else. Um, nine times out of 10, they're really nice and they don't realise that it's illegal. And then they take it down and apologise, which is fine. Um, I've had some people just like ignore me <laughs> and block me. Um, oh but you can, like, I had a design on Etsy um that was like a rip-off of mine but through Etsy you can actually contact them to get it taken down you just have to send in like your original design so that was fine they got that taken down it it's very frustrating um but what can you do I feel like it's kind of out of my control now which I'm not a fan of but I do have so many people that like really look out for me and I think because I do have quite a big following on TikTok people do spot my work quite often so usually it just takes a message and people just take it down and what so what are your plans after graduating do you want to continue this and expand your product range I saw like you've got like really cool planners and uh, apparel is there anything else that you'd want to kind of branch into yeah um I think the plan for when I graduate is I want to move out because I still live at home with my parents um I really want to move to Bristol just because I love that city and I feel like it's really creative, and nice place to live. So I plan on moving to Bristol first and then like immediately I'll have to hire like one or two people, I think, um, and just work from home, I think, is the plan at the moment. We'll see because <laughs> I don't have my parents' help anymore. So I definitely need a bit of assistance. And then I think from there over the next few years, I'd like to maybe kind of move it out of my house and have like a little studio or like a tiny mini warehouse. I feel like warehouse sounds quite dramatic, but just like a little working space where I can have a nice little team of people like packing orders and doing emails and stuff. Um, and then in terms of the products, I'd like to venture more into stationery. I feel like that's what works for me a lot at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I love doing clothing and I'd love to somehow, because at the moment I like, I'll draw a design and print it on a t-shirt, but I'd love to actually be able to design the clothes themselves at one point. Or I don't know if you've seen like Laviosa's collections recently. They yeah. had um, an illustrator, Laura Callahan, like illustrate all over these shirts and stuff. They look so cool. So I'd love to be able to do like a full, like a dress or something that's like fully illustrated. I don't know, <laughs> plans. Um, but yeah, I think hopefully expand with a team of people and be living in Bristol and then just, yeah, get the products bigger, better. <laughs> I'd love to like travel as well like the whole reason that I wanted to go into a more creative freelance job is that I want to be able to just kind of go where I want and like do where I want do what I want but be working like on my laptop anywhere I went um traveling around Asia for three months um and I didn't bring like any drawing materials with me at all which I don't know if that was a mistake or not but it was nice to have a break I find like if I'm drawing every single day non-stop that's when I hit like a really big art block so the moments I get like the most inspired is when I take a lot of time off and just kind of think about what I want to do and I always write down like little ideas on my phone and stuff but definitely like traveling around to new places and like meeting people 
I get inspired by my friends a lot so just being able to like hang out with people and step back from the screen <laughs> definitely helps me with what I want to draw. Which parts of Asia did you go to? I went I started in Japan and then yeah it was oh my god absolutely incredible I saved up for like a year and it was just the most exciting place in the world I really want to go out to Japan and then I went to Bali Vietnam and Thailand we started in Tokyo and then we went oh we went everywhere we went Hiroshima Osaka Kyoto um um oh, what's it called Fukuoka somewhere else <laughs> a few places oh Mount Fuji that was fun I think it's usually like if I go to a country I'd rather if I go like away again I'd rather go to a new country because you know you want to experience other places but Japan is like the one place where I would happily go back every year if I could it was just the most they're so polite and it was so clean like we landed in Tokyo and usually you go to a city and it's just like crawling with like vermin and rubbish and like everyone's rude to you London um but we got there and we were trying to figure out the trains and then like someone came up to us and was like oh can I help you like do you need help getting somewhere they didn't work there it was just like a businessman and then everywhere we went they were so welcoming polite and it was just like calm and lovely and the culture was amazing the food was amazing I miss it so much it was incredible definitely like the best country I've ever visited their society is like so different from ours and it's just like it's so respectful and it was just yeah absolutely incredible (laughs) I miss it um and final question is there anything that you want to say to people that um think or like have the the idea that you can't make money or a career out of art Mm -hmm. yeah definitely because I wish someone had said it to me (laughs) when I was doubting myself but I would just say if you think it's like the kind of thing you want to go into like earning money through art or small businesses honestly I would just say do it which sounds I don't know if that's not good advice but I had no confidence and I was always worried that like I'm not going to make any money and for a couple years like when I did my A-levels I didn't pick art because I thought it's not really a viable career option for me Mm-hmm. And then those two years, I was so unhappy and I absolutely hated what I was doing. And the whole time, like I was doing like English and like sociology and stuff. And like all of my books were just like full, filled with drawings. And I was like, I don't know why I'm studying these subjects when all I want to do is draw. And then I realised that like, you just need to put your happiness first, 100%. And drawing is what makes me happy. So I was like, even if I'm poor for the rest of my life, I know that I'll be doing a job that I love. So that's when I kind of shifted, decided to pursue it but I still wasn't confident enough to like I don't know show my face on Instagram and like interact with people I was just I never really thought I was good enough and I also at the time I had a boyfriend that told me that I wasn't good enough and that I wouldn't make money from it so (laughs) spent a couple years being like insecure and just drawing in my room with no direction and then as soon as like I started seeing results from TikTok and everything I just knew that it was kind of what I was destined to do and I was almost like angry that I hadn't started sooner and that I'd let so many like bad thoughts get into my head about not being good enough so I'd say if like you're thinking about it honestly just try it 
and the first I mean I barely made sales for my first year but it was fine because it was it was so fun anyway like even if you're not making sales just getting like one sale a week or one sale a month you still get to pack it and send it off to someone and that's like a stranger that's wearing your art or displaying your art in their bedroom which is like amazing um so I'd say just delve in you can start really small like if you're doing prints they're really cheap to produce so just get like a couple prints made up put them on you know Etsy or something and yeah just pursue it I mean like I said earlier I really don't have like a business personality whatsoever don't know anything about finances like I'm trying to learn it all now which is really scary um but you don't have to be like good at business you just have to be passionate about what you do I think and people kind of gravitate towards that so just be really like involved in your practice and post loads on social media and I'm sure you'll see results thanks for listening to another episode of it's her voice you can follow us on our social media it's her voice pc or support us on our latest project where we're finding a solution for menstrual pain at periodharmony.com thanks again speak soon Thank you.